Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Welcome back, my dears. Welcome to episode six of the Self-Care Tarot Podcast. I am baffled that I've managed to make it to episode six. I have a plan for the podcast, but I'm really just enjoying every week sitting down and chatting to you guys about tarot and about how to use tarot. It's awesome. And I've also had quite a few people message me and tell me that I'm part of their Monday morning commute. So if you are on your Monday morning commute right now, hello. Have a wonderful Monday, and I hope things are going smoothly. Hope the trains are on time. Your buses are running smoothly. Um, and also, a lot of you telling me how much the journal prompts are helping, which is fantastic because the journal prompts are really what take what we talk about in the podcast and make them a reality and make them actually helpful and not just you know, knowledge that you absorb, but you can then put into practice. So the journal prompts are really important. Of course, if you do not like journaling and you think, I just like listening to you ramble on, cat, about tarot and I don't want to do the journal prompts, that's fine. You do you. Whatever you feel called to do, you do. I don't mind. Um, but if you are a journal fan, definitely give the journal prompts a go. I promise they are helpful. This week we are getting back into the major arcana. So we've been working the last couple of of episodes with the minor arcana and we started off with a major arcana card, the full, and now we're getting back to it. So we are looking this week at the hanged man. Not a card that a lot of people um, associate with positivity, I suppose. But there is a lot going on in the hangman that I think we can really capitalize on. So we're going to delve into the hangman and have a bit of a look at what he can tell us, what he invites us to do, and just see how we can work with the hangman to benefit us and to add a bit of positivity into our lives. So the hangman for me is especially important because it is, it's a very tricky lesson to learn. And I think it's one that we have to keep learning over and over again. Pretty much like most of the major arcana cards, we we continue to learn just in different contexts. But the hangman is definitely one that comes up a lot for me personally. So I do have a somewhat tricky relationship with the hangman. But this week we're going to be looking at how the hangman can help us master the art of suspension. So being able to take time out, to observe and just watch and absorb rather than act or um, try and control. And it's not going to be easy, especially for my fellow business owners, but it will be a lesson you'll carry with you through everything. And I promise it will be one that sticks with you. So let's get going with the hangman. If you do have your tarot cards near, 
grab the hangman card if you want to get a little image of it on your phone or your computer you do that and yeah let's get started with the hangman So I always find it very difficult to talk about the hangman without also dragging in the idea of our ego, of that kind of arrogance that we may have, that need for control and being able to control our own lives. I always find the hangman is like a big old dollop of humble pie for the ego. And it's mostly because... We like to be in control. It feels safe. It ensures that we get what we want. You know, we reach our goals. But we can't be in control all the time. And often life throws stuff at us that we didn't anticipate, that we didn't plan for. There may be a bump in the road on the way towards goals or, you know, things like that. Could be health issues, whatever. Life does not care what you have planned. Life will throw at you whatever life wants to throw at you. And often that can throw us through a loop because we do want to be in control all the time. We want to feel like we decide what our life is going to be like. But the truth of the matter is, a lot of the time we do not decide. And a lot of the time, the decisions that we make and the opportunities that we have are decided by the uncertainty of life. So if something comes our way along, we're like trudging along on our path, working hard towards our goals, and then bam, life throws something at you. And you then have to adapt to whatever that is. And often that can be very difficult to manage and to deal with and accept because it feels like we're not in control and then that's scary and that can drag up a whole new amount of feelings and emotions and thoughts. But it is a harsh lesson of reality and we have to deal with that and we have to be able to accept that some things we cannot control. So sometimes uh, the hangman often appears to show us that right now isn't a time that requires action or input from us. So it may be a time to just observe what's going on, what's happening, turn it over a few times, view it from all different angles, really get to grips with it. But we aren't being asked to actually do anything. We're just being asked to just observe and absorb and sit there and just go with the flow of life. And I think an important lesson to remember when dealing with the hangman, and this is something that we tend to learn, if you're learning tarot, you learn it quite early on, Um, but the hanged man, he isn't upside down because somebody's put him there. He has put himself there. So it's not a punishment that has been inflicted on him. It is literally he has gone, I need to force myself to be where I am right now. And that is quite an important thing to keep in mind when the hangman comes up, because I think sometimes that can feel a bit like a punishment or it can feel like an external energy happening to us. 
And then we kind of get that um, victim mentality and we're like, oh, woe is me. But actually, it's more of an invitation to put yourself in that hangman position and to choose to pause and reserve yourself for a little while. So if you are interested in yoga, you may have come across the old headstand position, which most of us try and get into and fail miserably. But I always think of the hangman as that headstand of the tarot. So a headstand is often used to get all the blood pumping to that third eye and crown chakra. So in yoga, that's kind of what you are trying to achieve. You're trying to draw energy into your third eye and your crown so that you can open up to the higher consciousness and also any messages the universe may have for you. So it's a very spiritual pose in yoga and it puts you in a position to explore wisdom outside of the physical realm and the hangman pretty much does the same thing. It asks you to stop seeing with your physical eyes in a way. It starts to ask you to explore realms that you haven't explored before, to view things in ways that you haven't viewed them before and just take a different approach. Really have a look at something. So imagine you have something in your hands and it's new, you've never seen it before. You don't just kind of stand there and stare at it like not doing anything. You usually turn it over in your hands, you feel like different edges of it. You have a look to see what other details are on it. And that is really the kind of motion that we are working with with the hangman. So whatever that situation or wherever we are right now, we're being asked to turn it over and really analyze all the different sides of it, really explore all the different textures and just indulge yourself in that one particular focus. And another thing I like to keep in mind when the hangman pops up is that the hanged man is ruled by the element of water and it is also ruled by the planet of Neptune. And I always see it as a very introspective card. It's not a card that asks me to take action on anything. It's a card that asks me to stop and feel, to explore other realms of being to expand my mind and understanding and because it is ruled by that water element it is a very heart-centered feel your way forward kind of thing so it's not so much about strategizing or planning or trying to think of solutions it's more allowing thoughts to come to you rather than trying to force thoughts to to come up so really opening yourself up to messages from the universe, messages from your subconscious, messages from spirit, if you work with spirit, really allowing that water element feeling and energy, that kind of flowing creativity, feeling intuitive, all of that, just allowing that to bubble to the surface and absorb it all. So why is the hangman's energy of suspension so important and something that we really need to sit with and really absorb? So at the moment, we are a society of just fast results. So fast food, fast information, quick turnaround, fast travel, etc, etc. Everything in our lives is go, go, go. 
And once you finish one thing, you're on to the next thing. And then once that's finished, you're on to something else. And often if something is an instant or if something doesn't give us results straight away, we can jump to the conclusion that, oh, it just didn't work or, oh, the universe doesn't want this for me or, you know, that it wasn't meant to be. And this is especially true when we're looking to solve a problem or overcome something, reach a goal or grow emotionally or spiritually. And I'm looking at you newbie manifestors and business owners, people who want things to have come to a conclusion or been solved overnight. So it's this need for fast resolutions for fast solutions and sometimes yes the solutions come quick and fast and some things are easier to work out than others and then some things will take weeks months years to resolve themselves and it's this that the hangman really helps us with and helps us come to terms with more than anything and we seem to have lost the ability to move through the world slowly or to pause and then just allow the world to spin around us. Mostly, again, because there's this fear of not being in control of our own destiny. And often our ego can make it very hard to let go of those reins and accept that whatever will be, will be. And it's hard. It's a tough lesson to learn to know that you aren't actually in control of your own life. You can make decisions, you can choose which directions to go down, but the actual things that happen to you, sometimes they just need to happen and you need to allow them to happen. And this is where the hangman comes into play because it helps us to understand when we need to just allow things to be as they are and when to accept when our control our input isn't needed and can actually cause more damage in the long run when we do allow ourselves that time of suspension that time of just pause of um, absorption reflection when we give ourselves that we start to notice just how much we didn't notice about the world before. And we start to realize connections and equilibriums and patterns that we never even knew were there. And they can all massively change the way we see our lives and ourselves. So being able to just stop. And again, like we were saying before, where we have that object in our hands, we're turning it over in different ways and we're looking at different perspectives. Being able to give yourself that time can help you to expand your mind out of what you already know, to expand your mind outside of the world that you have created for yourself. So your little bubble, basically, and you're able to see past things when you allow yourself time to just stop, to let go and let things unravel and emerge and just basically be able to see things that you couldn't see before. Hello, my dears. I just wanted to drop in and remind you guys that if you are looking for a unique and personal tarot reading, you can book an email tarot reading through my website. 
and each reading is done especially for you based on a burning question or a problem that you're currently battling with and we use a 10 card Celtic crossbred to better understand the energies at play. So these readings are perfect if you're feeling like you need a bit of guidance from the universe or if you're feeling like you're getting in your own way of your goals. So after chatting briefly over email, I toddle off to do your reading and compile all my findings into a very beautiful PDF for you to peruse at your leisure. As well as an overview of your spread, you'll get a full breakdown of each card in your spread and what it means. Plus, at the end of each PDF booklet, I offer recommendations around how you can take the next steps and make the most of the guidance the cards has offered to you. So that includes meditations, visualizations you can do, journal prompts, and even product recommendations that I think could help you. So if you are interested in booking your own email tower reading, just head on over to theselfcareemporium.com forward slash services and fill in the booking form. All links will also be in the show notes if you need them. And yeah, so can't wait to chat with you. See you soon, guys. Another way that we can work with the hand man and this idea of suspension is also looking at it from a point of transformation. So the hangman and his suspension is often a catalyst for transformation. So if we look at the flow of the major arcana, the hangman sits in between the justice card and the death card. So the transformation that we allow within the hangman then leads to external transformation, change, new chapters with the death card. So it's a bit like if you think of the life cycle of a caterpillar. So the caterpillar going into the cocoon will be the hanged man stage. And then the caterpillar emerging from the cocoon as this beautiful butterfly, that will be the death card, that change, that new chapter. So we need that hangman period, that space, to allow for that transformation. And again, like because we were saying before, it's a card that's ruled by water, a card that's ruled by Neptune. It's all internal transformation. So you're not doing anything. You're just allowing yourself to grow and to develop emotionally and spiritually so that you can then transform, change, start something new, take a new leaf out of a new book in that death card that comes next. And if we just go back to that kind of um, flow of Major Arcana, that justice, hangman, death, threesome. I don't know whether that sounds weird, but yeah, threesome. If we don't take that hangman stage, if we take that hangman out and we just go justice to death, you're going from overthinking things, having all the facts, all the figures, and then instantly going into, okay, I'm going to make these changes. But the problem with that is a lot of the time, the changes that you want to make, you as a human being are not yet ready for those changes. You're not yet aligned with what those changes represent, what those changes will bring. And so you need that hangman period to assess all that stuff you've done with the justice, 
getting all those facts out the way, really thinking about things. And then you have the hangman period, this period of suspension where you can then process everything. You can absorb everything. You can think philosophically. You can um, think about what your beliefs are, what your core values are. And you can grow internally first because you need to create that foundation from within first because you know we think whatever we think is our reality that's how we view things and so we need to build that stability build that confidence grow spiritually and emotionally before we can then jump into a new chapter so with the death card that comes after this it represents a change. It represents transformation. And nobody can transform or change if they haven't given themselves time to grow. And so the hanged man and this idea of suspension, that is your growth period. That is the time, kind of like springtime, where you are just allowing yourself to get stronger, to get wiser, and become a new version of yourself. That is what the hangman period is all about. So on these podcasts, I always like to give personal examples because I think it makes it a lot easier to understand what I'm talking about. And so I thought I would give you guys some examples of how I have come up against the hangman in my lifetime. So I think something we've all faced is a hangman moment at some point. I know I have quite a few times. Uh, I've probably had a fair few, actually, probably come to think of it. And the main one that I think perfectly sums up the hangman's work is the period between me arriving in New Zealand. I talked a lot about my trip to New Zealand in the first episode with the fool. So it's the period between me arriving in the country and then the period where I finally got a full-time job when I was down on the South Island. So for those first few months in between where kind of I got to the country to where I kind of settled in properly, those few months in between were the peak of my hangman period. So I'd landed in a country ready to explore and have new experiences. And I'd made the, like my justice um, energy was me making the decision to leave my cushy full-time job, my home, my country, very justice energy. Then I was faced with the fact that I was there. I'd done it. And I was doing what I decided I wanted to do. And yet my mind was already on to the next thing. So my mind was already trying to skip to that death card at the end. It wasn't allowing myself to have that hangman period. So I hadn't even begun the journey. I hadn't even begun traveling yet. And I was already mentally on to the next thing. I was already thinking, okay, well, where can I go next? Okay, well, what can I do next? And even when I was doing amazing things like caving or seeing glowworms or whatever it was, I was always thinking about, okay, well, what am I going to do next? I was never using that hangman energy of suspension and just being able to be there and be present. And it took a while for me to really allow myself time to enjoy just what I was doing when I was doing it. And it was definitely a struggle because I'd always been so used to planning ahead and never 
just being able to enjoy the moment. And I think as well, I was worried so much about money and how far the money was going to take me. And there was just so many things that my brain was trying to think about all at the same time. But then when I finally did settle into it and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to enjoy what I'm doing right now because I was doing some amazing things and seeing amazing places. Once I allowed myself to do that, that was when that kind of transformation started to happen because I started to allow things to develop and grow organically rather than me constantly trying to control how I progressed or, you know, anything like that. So it did take a while, but eventually I realized that I needed to just stop and allow things to happen around me. So not necessarily happen to me or for me to react to anything. I just needed to let the just let life do whatever life wanted to do. But I had to give up that control. So again, we kind of heart back to that ego that I was talking about right at the beginning. I had to allow myself to tell my ego, you know what? No, we're not going to do the next thing. We're not going to think about this. We're not going to plan this or strategize this. We're just going to be. And that was a very hard thing for me to do because I'm a very controlling person and I like to be in control of everything because it keeps my anxiety low. But I needed to do that. I needed to give up that control and just go on low power mode for a while. And I think as well, because I'm a very independent person and I've had to be very self-sufficient, even from a very young age. So that's one of my vices that I had to really tackle with the hangman and this idea of suspension and just not being in control and not taking action on things and it made it very challenging and that's really what major arcana cards are meant to be they are the major life life lessons they're the major challenges major things that we have to go through and learn as we age and we grow so it was very difficult it was a very challenging period and it's never a comfortable thing because growth and transformation is never comfortable it means we have to do a lot of stuff that we don't want to do or that we have to come to terms or accept things that we don't want to accept in order to become the next level of ourselves and something else I really want to mention just quickly with this um, idea of suspension in my kind of own personal journey when I was in New Zealand So some of the suspension also came from letting go, not just of control, but of what I thought I wanted my life to look like. So I had this idea of what my world needed to be in order for me to be happy. And yet that idea, that visualization really didn't match up. And I was constantly trying to adjust things in my kind of real world to change it as much as possible to match what I had in my head, but it was never aligning. It was like trying to put two puzzle pieces together that didn't fit and you're like trying to jam it together because it looks vaguely similar. So it was this kind of misalignment between what I thought I wanted and what I actually wanted subconsciously and what my needs were, like basic human needs, that idea, that dream that I had didn't match. And I needed to put myself in that hangman position to be able to realize that and to be able to 
process the realization that what I thought I wanted wasn't actually what I wanted. But again, I needed that suspension. I needed to just stop because I was distracting myself with where can I go next? Booking things, booking next activities and hostels. And I was trying to constantly distract myself from the fact that I deep down, I knew that the life I was trying to live wasn't aligned with what I truly actually wanted. And I think that in the previous episode, The Fool, I think I I talked a bit about that idea of what you want being not necessarily what you need. And for me, I thought I would thrive in a nomad lifestyle. I thought traveling the far-flung corners of the world was ideal. That's what I wanted. But actually what I needed and what I realized in this hangman period of my life was that I needed community, I needed family, and that I was actually a homebody, that I wanted to just feel settled and have my own space and not have to listen to a 20-year-old's attempt to have sex on the top bunk bed in a room full of people, which, yes, has happened to me because I've stayed in many, many a hostel and it is very uncomfortable. And that was a major point where I went, I do not enjoy this (laughs) and I need a space of my own where there are no people and I can just have my own things and everything is how like I want it and everything makes me feel homely and comfortable and yeah that was a big turning point so if you ever do stay in hostels just be aware that that is a thing that could happen to you (laughs) not necessarily the highlight of my trip but there we go so the reason why I think the hanged man is often a very scary card to get for a lot of people is a lot of the time we see suspension as a block to progression So the idea of not moving anywhere, of not moving forward or back, that feels like failure. So if we're not progressing, we're failing. Again, this is because of that kind of capitalist society. Like I'm not going to be like communism, but like capitalist society where we're so accustomed to being encouraged to do more, to reach higher, to achieve more, to get richer, to work out harder, to be skinnier, to be stronger, to have more. We're so programmed to believe that that is the way that we are supposed to live life. That if we are not progressing, if we are not constantly moving forward, we feel like we're failing at life, that we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, that we're lazy. And we can tend to feel very guilty about that. So the hangman brings up a lot of that kind of systemic um, knowing and learning. And we have to battle against that. And that's hard because it's often something that we learn from a very young age. We learn to get higher grades. We learn to do more homework, to get all the right answers. And so when we are faced with the invitation to not do anything, to be suspended, to just live as a human in the world we feel like we're failing and we can feel guilty about not progressing and not wanting to progress as well so the hangman this week is inviting us to think about our own relationship with the idea of suspension so if we have a negative relationship with the idea of suspension we'll see the hangman as a conf- a, a confliction 
a, is that a word? A conflict. <laughs> I don't know whether confliction is a word. But we'll see it as a conflict of interest. But if we have a good relationship with the idea of suspension, we'll see him often as a very welcome break, a kind of uh, invitation to rest and recharge and grow and develop and just a nice kind of yummy, nourishing, nourishing time where we can just stop and be. So this is one of the things I love the most about the tarot. So everyone has their own relationship with the energies the cards offer and no two people will feel exactly the same when they see a card. And this applies heavily to the major arcana. So these are the big life lessons we have to learn in our lives. And there are hundreds of ways we can learn them. And we learn them multiple different times throughout our lives. So we learn them through a child's eyes, a teen's eyes, eyes of a 20-something, eyes of a 30-something. We never stop learning the same lessons. They're just seen by the many different versions of ourselves throughout our lives. So if we're handed a situation as a child, the way we respond to that situation is going to be completely different than if someone handed you the same situation as a 40-year-old. And when we're faced with major arcana, that's the kind of thing we want to be thinking about is even though you may have got the hangman 10 years ago, the hangman isn't teaching you the same lesson as it did that 10 years ago. So it's constantly changing up. So this idea of suspension may feel different now than it did even like a week ago. So it constantly changes as we change and as we grow. So the journal prompts, da, 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 da. we have the journal prompts for the hangman. So now we come to the good, yummy, actionable, let's get into it part of the podcast. So these are going to be super important for you figuring out your own relationship with the hangman. So let's get into it. Prompt one. So when you think of being suspended right now where you are, what feelings come up? Are you okay with it or do you feel a sense of panic? So if you don't have your journal with you at the moment, do not worry. You can always come back again, like I say, every week. Prompts are in the show notes, so you can always go back to it whenever you feel the need. So swiftly moving on to prompt two, what worries and concerns arise from this idea of stopping where you are right now? So what are you worried about if this is this was it? If where you are right now was it, what scares you about that? And finally, prompt three, why don't you want to stay where you are right now? What pros and cons would come from not making progress for a week, two weeks, a month? So these prompts should help you see whether you have a positive or negative relationship with the idea of suspension. And it can be a great jumping off point to further explore your relationship with progress and forward movement. And with these prompts... We are aiming to see whether the hangman is here to offer more guidance on how we could do deeper internal work or whether he's here to show us that we are rushing through life too quickly. So all of these prompts are aimed at really assessing 
your relationship with suspension. So it's not 100% about the hangman particularly as a tarot card. It is more about the ideas that the hangman presents to you when he comes up, which is really tends to be every week we kind of talk about that. It's not necessarily about the actual tarot card. It's more about what the tarot card offers up to you and your relationship with it. But this week in particular, it is really assessing that idea of suspension and how we can improve that relationship. So hopefully this episode has got you thinking a little more about your relationship with suspension and thinking about how you could live life with a bit more intention and consciousness and the hangman can often pop up when we need him most so it's really worth taking more time than usual to analyze his appearance in your own life so it's not just about taking a quick break or you know just taking a pause or taking a day off or a holiday it's understanding why you need to take a break and why progress isn't the right thing for you right now so what is the hangman What is it that the hangman wants you to learn about the way that you are living life at the moment, the way that your situation is right now, what routines you have in place, what habits you have in place? Why is this hangman coming up and telling you that suspension is needed for you right now? So that is all for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please head over to your podcast platform and drop me a little comment, a little review, that would be amazing. Always helps to give these new podcasts a boost. And also just because I like hearing from you guys and I like hearing how you guys enjoy the podcast. But if you don't want to leave a review on your podcast platform, you are more than welcome to email me. My email address is in the show notes. You can DM me on Instagram, whatever you feel you want to do. However you want to contact me, you do you. So that is it for this week. I hope you guys have a beautiful week and a lovely self-care Sunday or a wonderful motivation Monday if you are listening to this on your commute or whatever day you're listening to this podcast. You know, I'm not biased. Do what you want. Listen to it whenever you like. So that is it for this week. I hope you all have a lovely week and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye.